Welcome to Archive Treasures. I'm Rosie Hill from the Trentham and District Historical Society. Each episode, we will explore a topic ranging from Irish migration in the 19th century to plane spotting at Cranny's Hill in World War II. learning more about history, about times past, and of those who lived in other eras. What were their lives like? How did they live? What was important to them? And what influenced the way they lived their lives? In this series of episodes, Archive Treasures Investigates, we follow the life of an everyday woman who caught our attention, Mrs C. Price. We piece together factual snippets of her life, discovering and learning the tools of historical research along the way. We trace back to her early days, and then forward to discover those that came after her. We follow her travels, living in different parts of Victoria, looking to find where she lived and why, but also to understand how she lived, what was her life, to appreciate the times in which she lived. Join us on this journey as we discover just who was Mrs C. Price. In the first episode, we searched the births, deaths and marriages records and discovered more about Mrs C. Price. We learned that she had given birth to three children, only one of whom had survived her. Their names were Emma, Ethel and Harry. Emma and Ethel had been known in Trentham, but no mention of Harry. As a young woman in the Cattermore Bort area, she had had some success at the local A&P show under her maiden name of Miss C. Davies, and we know she was working as a milliner prior to getting married. Rather than getting in the car and heading off to Bort to find out more, an email was dispatched to the Bort Historical Society. To the Bort Historical Society. Hello. I am wondering if you would be able to assist me in research I am undertaking. My name is Rosie Hill, and I am a member of the Trentham District Historical Society, currently the Secretary. I also produce podcasts for the Historical Society under the banner Trentham Archive Treasures. After inadvertently coming across multiple mentions in trove of Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham, in the late 1930s through to the mid-1950s, I have been investigating further. Mrs C. Price, Christina, was a prolific supplier of recipes and other household hints to publications such as the Australian Women's Mirror, the Argus, and the Miranda section of the Weekly Times. I have found she was born in Sandhurst, Bendigo, had entries in the Bort AMP show in the early 1890s under her maiden name, Miss C. Davies, and was married to Charles Price of Catamore and Bort by Reverend Jones on January 22, 1894. I think they spent most of their married life in Trentham, from 1926 at least, 
when Charles started work at the local railway station. What I would like to know, is there any mention of them in your local archives, of their families in the area, or anything else that may be of interest? Did they live in Catamal or bought after their marriage? And where would Charles have worked? His profession was listed as a blacksmith on their marriage certificate. Christina's was as a milliner. Would this have been in bought? I'm hoping to create a series of podcasts around the life of Mrs Price. Her recipes are of their time. Influenced, I'm sure, by living through the First World War, the 1930s Depression, followed by World War II. I would be happy to come up to board if you have anything that may be of interest, especially any photos or other reference material. If you are in a position to do a search through your archives on my behalf, I am also happy to pay any research fees and other costs as required. I have attached a copy of their marriage certificate, reference 476, as that was the first mention of the link back to the Catamall and Bort area. Kindest regards, and I look forward to hearing back from you, Rosie Hill. Recipes From the Weekly Times, Wednesday the 13th of July, 1949 Second Prize Brain Souffle Soak a set of calf brains in cold salted water for half an hour and then skin. Cut into pieces and boil in stock for 30 minutes. Mash, cool and add three beaten egg yolks, three tablespoons of white sauce made from flavoured stock, salt, pepper and three well-beaten egg whites. Steam in buttered mould for an hour and serve on a hot dish with white sauce flavoured with lemon juice. Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham, Vic. From the Weekly Times, Wednesday the 28th of March, 1951. First prize recipe. Minced Mutton Florentine. Sauté a sliced onion and butter for a few minutes without browning. Add one pound of minced mutton, and if uncooked, cook it until it changes colour, stirring well. Add one pint of well-flavoured white sauce, two tablespoons of grated cheese, and one chopped hard-boiled egg. Simmer gently for five to ten minutes, then pour into a well-greased casserole and cover with a layer of finely chopped cooked spinach. Heat thoroughly and serve with green minted peas and fluffy creamed potatoes. Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham, Vic. From the Weekly Times, Wednesday the 13th of October, 1943. Practical Hints from Practical Women Crisp potato chips will be obtained if a little baking soda is sprinkled in the boiling fat. This makes the chips beautifully crisp and brown. Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham, Vic. I had been expecting to wait for a few weeks, maybe a month, but was pleasantly surprised when, less than a week later, I started to receive emails from Gail with everything she had been able to find. Hello Rosie. Just letting you know I have looked through all we have, but sadly didn't find anything that would help you. I'm sending you some info I used. Regards, Gail. Although not getting answers to my original questions, this was more than compensated for by all the information that Gail had found. There was a lot to go through. 
so I will share the bits that are most pertinent to help fill in the picture of Christina and her early life. Christina's siblings. These were listed in the Digger Pioneer Index, 1836-1888, under her father's name, Davies, Christopher Joe, and with the spouse, Emma Stone. The children listed to Christopher and Emma were James Benjamin, Charlotte Anne, Emma, Christina, Charles Edward, Edward Henry, William, Esther Anne, Emma Maud, H.Y., which we take to be Henry, Florence Alice, and Margaret. Also listed were the deaths of their children, Emma, aged one, Charles Edward, aged one, Edward Henry, aged three, Florence Alice, two months, and Charlotte Anne, 23. So, summarising, that was 12 siblings born to her parents, five of whom had died early. The birth certificate had listed Esther Anne and Emma as deceased, with Joseph Benjamin and Charlotte Anne as alive and well at the time of Christina's birth. So potentially some discrepancies there. Next up was her father's death notice and obituary. Davies, Christopher Joseph, 59 years of age, at Bort in 1891. The obituary first. On the 10th of April 1891, Davies, Christopher. Death of Mr. Christopher Davies. It is with great regret that we have to chronicle the death of Mr. Christopher Davies, an old and respected resident of the Catamal District, which sad event took place at his residence at about 7am on Friday morning last. For the past three years, Mr. Davies had been suffering from chronic bronchitis and had been treated by Dr. Bird, Dr. Gibbs, and Sandhurst and Melbourne medical men. About the 19th of last month, he went away with his son to the metropolis for the benefit of his health. But, as he did not improve, but rather got worse, he returned to his home after about a fortnight's absence. On Wednesday the 1st inst, he suddenly became worse and medical aid was called in. This was, however, of no avail, as he rapidly sank and at the time of the day mentioned, he breathed his last, surrounded by the members of his family. The deceased gentleman was a native of Worcester, England, and came to Melbourne in 1852. He there applied himself to the trade as ironmonger for a little while, but was drawn away to Sandhurst by the gold fever which was then raging. There he followed mining and sharebroking for some time, and was married. When the New Zealand rush took place, he went over there, and after coming back to Victoria, he went into quartz mining in Sandhurst. About 15 years ago, he went to Queensland on the occasion of the gold rush in the colony. Here, he contacted malarial fever, which laid the foundation of the disease which caused his death. His mining ventures brought him varying success, and his health failing him, he went into farming life and came to Bort about 13 years ago, taking up land at Catamal. The deceased was a member of the Church of England, and was highly respected throughout the district. He leaves a widow and seven children, of whom two are grown up, to mourn his loss. 
The funeral, which took place on Sunday last, was very largely attended, the burial service of the Church of England being very impressively read by Mr F. G. Barry. The mortuary arrangements were in the hands of Messrs. Boobia and Salas. On to more cheerful news, and we have the births of Christina and Charles' three children. Firstly, the births of Emma and Ethel at Bort. Price, 1895, Emma, born, female, to Chaz and Christina Davies at Bort. Price, 1898, Ethel Maud, born, female, to Chaz and Christina Price. Bort also. Then, we have the birth of their son at Blue Mountain, showing they were in this area by 1903. Price, 1903, H.Y., born, male, to Chaz and Christina Price at Blue Mountain. Now we have a dilemma. In records we have already found, their third child is referred to as Harry, but there were a number of mentions of Henry's amongst Christina's siblings. Was he Henry or Harry? What did the HY stand for? Something to ponder. The Bort Historical Society provided a summary of the research undertaken by Gale on our behalf. Research Davies Price. 1869, birth of Christina Davies at Sandhurst, the daughter of Christopher and Emma Davies. Christina had five brothers and six sisters. Some died at a young age. 1891, death of Christina's father, Christopher Joss Davies, aged 59. Died and bought, mother unknown, father Edward. That's from the birth, deaths and marriages, Victoria. There was no record of his burial with cemetery trust, obituary from Bort standard. 1894, Christina Davies married Charles Price at the bride's parents' residence at Catamall. 1895, birth of Emma, at Bort, to Christina and Charles Price. 1898, birth of Ethel Maud, to Christina and Charles Price, at Bort. 1903, birth of Henry, to Christina and Charles Price. 1926, living in Trentham, according to Rosie Hill. That's me. So, saved by modern technology and a trip to Bort no longer required, we're able to start filling in more gaps in the story for Mrs C. Price. Christina. We can see that she was one of a large family, although the high infant mortality of the time didn't spare them. Her father had moved around a lot for work, following the gold rushes in New Zealand and Australia, before settling down to the life of a farmer at Catamal. We also know... Charles and Christina were married three years after the death of her father. They moved to the Blue Mountain, Trentham area, sometime between the birth of Ethel in 1898 and the birth of Henry in 1903. What we still don't know is, why did they move to Trentham, Blue Mountain, in that period? And what were they doing between when they arrived and when Charles started work on the railways in 1926? It might be time to hit the Trentham archives once again armed with this new information, and see what else we can find.
So now, we have heard from the Bort Historical Society, discovered Christina was one of 12 children, of which seven survived childhood. We learned her father moved, following the gold rushes in both Australia and New Zealand, before settling down to the life of a farmer, and dying in 1891, three years before Christina married. Christina and Charles's first two children, Emma and Ethel, were born and bought in 1895 and 1898, and their third, Henry or Harry, was born in Blue Mountain in 1903. So sometime between 1898 and 1903, they had left the Bort area and arrived in Trentham. That exhausts our online searching for now. So down to the physical archives for a nosy around. Like every small town, Trentham has had its share of local publications over the years. And if you can locate them, they are a rich source of information. I'd heard of the Trentham Gazette, the Trentham Advocate, the Trata Newsletter, the Trentham Trumpet, and some others, but had no idea in which order they had been published, if they overlapped, or what we may have had available. Taking care not to get squashed by the archival storage compactus, I started with the heavy bundles of papers and magazines on the back shelves. Nothing there that was particularly local just to Trentham. Then, there were numerous folders with a similar lack of possibilities. However, I found a slim folder labelled Trentham Gazette. This looked more hopeful. I checked it out and brought it home, ready to settle down for a thorough search of the contents. Sadly, there were only a very few fragile original copies, generally in the right era, but with nothing relating to what I was looking for. There were some typed pages, all in one sleeve in the back, so I thought I might as well have a look and see what they were about. I had much reduced expectations by this time. Real research is hard work, you know. But what a find. I don't know where the originals were, what date some of the items were published, but someone had laboriously typed out all the death notices and all the obituaries over a 20 or 30 year period. And in there were Charles, Emma and Christina. The first listings were for Charles. An entry on the 4th of June 1953. Mr Charles Price. A well-known Trentham resident, Mr Charles Price, died on Friday morning at his home in Market Street at the age of 88 years. Deceased was a native of Kangaroo Hills, came to Trentham over 70 years ago. After a service at the residence, the remains were interred in Trentham Cemetery. Reverend Rayner of Woodend officiated. Coffin bearers were Mrs. C.V. Clark and F. Thorpe, grandsons. E. Smallman, F. Kelly, A. Ryrie and C. Black. R. F. Ferry and son Dalesford had charge of the funeral arrangements. Death Notice Price, on the 29th of May, at Trentham. Charles Price, dearly beloved husband of Christina and loving father of Emma, Mrs V. Clark, Ethel, Mrs F. Thorpe, and Harry, deceased. Loving grandfather of Charles, Dooney and Fred, and great-grandfather of Diane and Christine, 
aged 88 years, at rest. Emma's death notice and obituary were next. Death. Clark. Emma of Trentham, June the 19th, at Royal Melbourne Hospital. Loved daughter of Christina and the late Charles Price, and sister of Ethel, Mrs F. Thorpe. A later entry. Mrs Emma Clark. The death occurred on Sunday evening, June the 19th, of Mrs Emma Clark of Market Street, Trentham, after an illness of only a few weeks. Her many friends regret her passing and mourn her loss. Born at Bort, Mrs Clark, as Emma Price, first came to Trentham at the age of three and a half, where she went to school. Apart from a few years spent at Dalesford when in later childhood, and at Gisborne during a period of her married life, she spent her life in Trentham, which she regarded with affection as her hometown. Before her marriage, she had interested herself in journalism and writing, and was a regular contributor to The Woman's Mirror. Her stories of children were recognised and appreciated across the world. In Trentham, she was always ready to report social occasions for the local press. She took an active interest in the CWA, of which she was a past president, and in helping Red Cross also, for which she most successfully took dramatic roles on the local stage and in other entertainments, requiring vigour and originality. And she was ready with aid for all other bodies who needed the help she could give. She attended St George's Church of England, of which her husband, the late Sidney Victor Clark, was a vestryman and who predeceased her by barely 13 months. Her vigorous interest and kindly help will be missed by all groups of workers, as well as by her many friends. She leaves to mourn her loss her mother, Mrs Christina Price of Market Street, Trentham, her daughter, Mrs William Broadwood of Tongala, her son, Charles Victor Clark of Kyabram, with his wife Joan, and their children, Diane and Christine her sister, Mrs Ethel Thorpe, and her son, Frederick Thorpe. Internment took place on Monday, June the 21st, in the Trentham Cemetery, after a well-attended service in St George's Church. The service there, and at the graveside, was conducted by Reverend Rayner, who interrupted a needed vacation to do so, a gesture deeply appreciated by the relatives. There were many people present at the cemetery, and many beautiful floral tributes were laid on the grave. Coffin bearers were Mrs C. Clark, W. Broadwood, F. Thorpe, J. Broadwood, E. Smallman and C. Black. And finally we come to Christina. The 30th of August 1956. Mrs Christina Price. An old and very highly regarded resident of Trentham passed away on Saturday evening following a fall when alighting from a car. She was Mrs Christina Price. She was 88 years of age, who had been in her usual good health until the time of her death, which occurred in hospital following her accident. Her husband predeceased her four years ago, and her son, Henry, died in the early years of his life. A daughter, Mrs E. Clark, passed away two years ago. The late Mrs Price had been residing with her other daughter, Mrs Ethel Thorpe of Coliban. Before coming to Trentham to retire, Mrs Price had operated a farming property with her husband. 
By nature sprightly and active, deceased was a regular attender at various social functions until a short time before her death. And the death notice? Price, at Trentham, suddenly, on August the 25th. Christina, loved wife of the late Charles Price, loving mother of Emma, deceased, Ethel, Mrs Thorpe, Trentham, grandmother of Diane and Christine, at rest. Well, that told us a lot, not just dates and facts, but gave us a small insight to the people they were and the lives they may have led. Interestingly, there were references to Harry and to Henry. We aren't the only ones who are confused. Maybe a few recipes is what is needed here. From the Argus, Tuesday the 21st of August, 1945. Prize recipe. A recipe, very aptly called Rabbit Delicious, gains first prize for Mrs C. Price Market Street Trentham this week. Soak a rabbit in salted water for an hour. Wash well. Joint. Dip each piece in seasoned flour and lay in a casserole. Add a layer of stuffing made with wholemeal breadcrumbs, herbs and a little finely chopped onion. Then a layer of chopped bacon and finally one of sliced cooking apples. Sprinkle with a little brown sugar. Stick in four cloves. Pour one cup of milk over. Put on lid and cook for three hours in a slow oven. From the Weekly Times, Wednesday, the 27th of October, 1947. Second prize. Blushing buttercups. Melt one ounce of butter in a saucepan and stir in one ounce of flour. Cook for a few minutes and gradually stir in one and a half cups of milk. Stir until the sauce thickens. Add salt and pepper to taste. Cover the saucepan with lid and simmer very slowly. Put two cups of tomato pulp in a saucepan. Carefully heat, then break in five eggs. Sprinkle with half a cup of grated cheese and a little salt and pepper and cook until the eggs are firm. Have ready five slices of hot buttered toast. Put two rashers of fried bacon on each slice and lift an egg onto each. Mix the tomato pulp with a white sauce and pour around the eggs. Sprinkle with more grated cheese and serve at once. Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham. Feeling buoyed by such a find hidden in the Trentham Gazette folder, the rate books were next. Now, I'm not sure if you have seen ledgers such as those used for record-keeping over a century ago, but let me tell you, they are massive. Think the size of a broadsheet newspaper, but book-like, heavy and cumbersome, but beautifully embossed. The first success I had in that section was a book with the title Trentham Waterworks Trust. Under the Market Street heading were the following listings. 1929 and 1927, C price. 1926 also had a V Clark as well as a C price. The book only went up to 1929, but interestingly, it showed both Christina and Charles living in Market Street by 1926, with Victor, and presumably Emma, also there, but listed in 1926 only, 
Perhaps this can be explained by the mention of Emma living in Gisborne during a period of her married life. Scanning across the years, there are regular mentions of Charles Price and Victor Clark paying their water rates. They are both listed in the Occupier column for the rates. Against the entry for Vic Clark is Henry Davies as the owner, which we will soon discover is Christina's brother. Looking at the electoral rolls, Charles and Christina are both listed, although with a differing spelling of her name. So for the electoral roll under Bendigo, state Mary Burren Dalesford, 1929, we have Price, Charles, Trentham, Labourer, Male and Price, Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-A, Trentham, Home Duties, Female. Something I had come to realise very quickly, as a novice historical researcher, is that you need patience, and lots of it. In this modern world, we all get used to fast responses to anything we want to know. If in doubt, Google it. I was quickly discovering that this will only get you so far. Not everything is digitised or online. Sometimes you have to do the hard yards. And so it was for the next part of the search. Manually searching through folders of photocopied records, not necessarily arranged in a fashion I expected. Some folders I had discarded as worthless, but I found on a second perusal actually contained a few gems. Once I slowed down and gained a little patience, I was able to understand the filing system that had been used and was then easily able to find what I wanted. So, following my tortoise and hare experience, after a morning buried in archive folders, I had eventually unearthed the following from folder 556B directories. Sands and McDougall, Trentham Listing. Now to explain Sands and McDougall, I got a description from Google. The Sands and McDougall directories record commercial, industrial and residential land use from 1860 to 1974 and are used by historians, genealogists, urban planners, property vendors and buyers. So, what did the folder have for us? Price Charles, under the Trentham listing, was listed in 1912, but not again until 1919 and in 1921 so he didn't appear in 1913, 1916 and 1918. Then, in Wise's post office directory, Price, Charles, was listed in 1925, 1947, 1953 and 1954, which was the year after he died. In 1956, Price, Mrs C, was listed. Also in 1957, 1958, 1959, but by 1960 they'd worked out she'd died. All this manual searching is hard work. Maybe time for a recipe interlude. From the Argus, Tuesday the 17th of July, 1945. Prize recipe. It is not always possible to have fresh bread every day, particularly if one lives some distance out of town. And anyway, even in town, there are regular baker's holidays. This recipe for Billy Brown Bread, which wins this week's prize for Mrs C. Price of Market Street, Trentham, will appeal to many cooks. Two cups of wheat meal are required, two cups of plain flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, 
one cup of milk and a little salt. Sift flour, salt and baking powder. Stir in water and milk well mixed together. Blend well. Bake in a billy can with the lid for about an hour. From the Weekly Times, Wednesday the 10th of November 1948. Second prize. Turnip puff and cheese meringue. Three cups of hot mashed turnip. Two eggs, half a teaspoon of salt, a quarter a teaspoon of pepper and a pinch of mace. Quarter of a cup of milk, cheese, one tablespoon of butter, one teaspoon of golden syrup. Beat butter into the turnip until light and fluffy. Add the egg yolks, salt, pepper, mace and milk. Beat well and place in a greased casserole. Beat the egg whites stiffly. Add syrup and fold in a little grated cheese. Pile on turnip and bake for a quarter of an hour in a moderate oven. Mrs C. Price, Market Street, Trentham. From the Weekly Times, Wednesday the 26th of January 1944. Stiff egg white. Add enough cream of tartar to cover a threepence to egg whites which are to be beaten, and the foam will not fall when beating is finished. Mrs. C. Price, Market Street, Trentham, Vic. In the meantime, Natalie, another member of the Trentham Historic Society, offered to look up Ancestry.com for me, as she had just purchased a membership. I overloaded it with every possible relevant scrap of information I had, just to improve the odds of success. Her first results were from the electoral roll. Luckily for us, federally, women were given the vote in 1902, although in Victoria it wasn't until 1908 the equivalent right was granted for state elections. So, Natalie's ancestry search came up with the following. Electoral rolls that showed that, in 1909, Charles and Christina were in Trentham. 1912 shows Charles and Christina living at Stanley Street, Dalesford, and he was in manufacturing. 1914-15, they were living in Raglan Street, Dalesford, and he is a labourer and her home duties. 1919, 1922, 1924, 1927, 1931, 1937, they lived in the Trentham area in the early 1900s, moving to Dalesford for some reason and living there by 1912. By 1919 they were back in the Trentham area and stayed in the area for the rest of their lives. Ancestry.com also produces some other timelines based on family connections, which gives us a view of events that were happening as they related to Christina herself. When Christina Davies was born in 1869 in Victoria, her father, Christopher, was 35, and her mother, Emma, was 29. She had six brothers and six sisters. Her brother, Charles Edward, 
died in 1872 in Victoria when Christina was three years old. Her brother, Edward Henry, was born in 1873 in Victoria when Christina was four years old. Her brother, William, was born in 1874 in Victoria when Christina was five years old. Her sister, Esther Ann, was born in 1876 in Worcester when Christina was seven years old. Her brother, Henry, was born in 1880 when Christina was 11 years old. Her sister, Florence Alice, was born in 1882 in Bort, Victoria, when Christina was 13 years old. Her sister, Margaret, was born in 1884 in Bort, Victoria, when Christina was 15 years old. Her sister, Esther Ann, died on the 21st of May 1914 in Bort, Victoria, when Christina was 45 years old. Her mother, Emma, passed away in 1926 in Victoria at the age of 86. Her brother, Joseph Benjamin, died in 1939 in Dalesford, Victoria, when Christina was 70 years old. Her brother, Henry, died in 1950 when Christina was 81 years old. Her sister, Emma Maud, died on the 17th of September 1969 in Australia when Christina was 100 years old, except, as we know, she was already dead herself by then. Although a number of her siblings had died in infancy, of those that had survived to adulthood, several lived to a good age for the times, including her mother Emma, who lived to 86. The birth of Esther Ann was documented as occurring in Worcester, England, when Christina was seven years old. This was where her father, Christopher Joseph Davies, had been born. Does this mean that her parents went back? If so, did they take all the children with them, or were they left behind with relatives? The next birth, according to the Pioneer Index listing provided by the Bort Historical Society, was for Emma Maud, and displaying as S-A-N-D, as the place of birth in 1878. Does this mean that they travelled to England and then spent time in South Australia prior to returning to Bort for the birth of Christopher's brother Henry in 1880? Another interesting point was her brother, Joseph Benjamin, who died in Dalesford in 1939. So after Charles and Christina had moved back to Trentham, but he may have been at Dalesford at the same time as they were. In the Pioneer Index, he had been listed as James Benjamin. The plot thickens. In the Trentham Gazette, there had been a listing for Davies which I had passed over as Christina had left the Bort area as Mrs C. Price. But something told me not to be lazy, and to go back and make sure it wasn't relevant. And yes, I'd almost missed it. The listing was for one of her brothers who had moved into the area also. Unfortunately, it was a death notice. Death, Little Hampton, Davies. On the 3rd of December 1950 at Dalesford, result of an accident. 
Henry Davies of Julaken, Trentham, dearly beloved husband of Mary Jane, and loved brother of William, Christina, Margaret and Maud, aged 70 years. Then there was a story about it all. Farmer dies from injuries. Mr Henry Davies, aged 70, a farmer residing at Littlehampton, died at Dalesford Hospital on Sunday as a result of his injuries received when he was gored by a bull at his property on Saturday. Davies suffered several broken ribs, bruises and abrasions in shock. Mr Thomas Thorpe, also of Littlehampton, said he heard Mrs Davies call that she had heard her husband calling out. He entered his motor truck and drove to a paddock where he saw Davies lying on the ground with a bull standing over him. He drove the bull off by driving the truck at him. The bull, not Davies. Davies said he could not keep the bull off with a stick he had. Thorpe said it appeared that the bull had carried Davies about a chain. The injured man was taken to Trentham by Mr Thorpe. And on arrival there, Dr Wisewald immediately arranged for Davies to be conveyed to Dalesford Hospital, where he was admitted for treatment. However, death occurred on Sunday morning. An inquest was opened by the Deputy Coroner, Mr G. H. Walton, J.P., and after evidence of identification was given, adjourned to a date to be fixed. Mr Thorpe states that the bull had been destroyed since the attack on Mr Davies. He had not known it to attack anyone previously. The deceased was a native of Bort, Victoria, where his parents engaged in farming pursuits. As a young man, the late Mr Davies went to Western Australia, where he had extensive business interests. He resided at Mount Morgan's for some time, and had the honour to become mayor of that city. For many years he owned and developed a large station at Jolaken, WA. After his retirement, he returned to Victoria, and at the time of his death was residing at Jolaken, Littlehampton. Besides his widow, the late Mr Davies, leaves sisters Christina, Mrs C. Price, Margaret, Mrs W. McCashney, Maud, Mrs O. Delmicchio, and a brother, Mr William Davies. The largely attended funeral took place on Monday, December the 4th. Reverend Vertigan of the Presbyterian Church conducted a service at the home of the deceased and officiated at the graveside. Messrs. Very and Son of Dalesford had charge of the funeral arrangements. The coffin bearers were Messrs. V. Clark, D. Rothy, T. Thorpe Jr. and A. W. Broadwood. To Mrs. Davies and relatives of the deceased, we offer our sincere sympathy in their sad and sudden bereavement. This discovery meant that some of Christina's siblings were also living in the area during these years. An unexpected, but in hindsight, not such a surprising development. While we have learnt a lot more from details provided from the Bort Historical Society telling us about Christina's family as she was growing up, to treasures buried in our own paper-based archives, obituaries for Charles, Emma and Christina, and the mystery still to solve, was it Henry or Harry? To find out more, you will have to join us for the next episode of 
Who is Mrs C Price? Archive Treasures is produced on Jaja Wurrung country. We acknowledge and pay respects to the traditional owners, and we would also like to extend our respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Archive Treasures is brought to you by the Trentham and District Historical Society. If you would like to hear further episodes, they are available from most podcasting apps or on our website www.trenthamhistoricalsociety.org.au or you can go to our Facebook page Trentham and Districts Historical Society Australia I hope you can tune in next time for more archive treasures